Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Paleo Valley. They've got an amazing organic super greens product that makes getting your greens super simple and easy. They have 23 organic superfoods in each scoop, each with their own unique benefit for boundless natural energy. And their powder is really in a class of its own. You see, most greens products contain cereal grasses and certain proteins that can cause digestive distress and inflammation as well. You see, most of them have things like wheatgrass and barley grass, and those cereal grasses contain a lectin called wheat germ agglutinin, or WGA, which is highly inflammatory. Certain experts believe that WGA may be as responsible for the health-damaging effects of wheat as gluten, and many who are gluten-sensitive also have issues with WGA. So Paleo Valley set out to produce the best, highest quality organic super greens powder without the cereal grasses. And they use only the finest, most bioavailable superfoods, helping your body absorb those valuable vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes found in each delicious serving. There's no fillers, no indigestible ingredients, just 23 nutrient-rich organic superfoods full of the nutrients you need for a vibrant, healthy life. And it's so easy. It'll only take you 30 seconds a day. You simply add a scoop to a glass of water or milk or smoothie like coconut milk or making a smoothie or even your favorite baked goods recipe and make your day that much healthier. It's USDA organic, gluten-free, non-GMO, no fillers, no cereal grains. It is low carb, zero added sugars, no sugar alcohols or artificial sweeteners keto-friendly. You guys are going to love this stuff. Guys, check it out at paleovalley.com forward slash jockers and use the coupon code jockers, my last name at checkout to save 15% off your order. Again, that's paleovalley.com forward slash jockers. Use the coupon code jockers at checkout to save 15% off today. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am talking with Dr. Roger Murphy on balancing brain chemistry for optimal health. You see, no one has a prescription antidepressant deficiency. Things like ADHD, brain fog, anxiety, depression, and mental illness are often best treated with orthomolecular medicine. Now, what is orthomolecular medicine? That is a form of medicine that uses vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and essential fatty acids, the building blocks of brain chemicals to address the underlying causes of mood disorders and mental clarity issues. In this interview, Dr. Murphy will share a brain function questionnaire to help you uncover and shore up any deficiencies contributing to mood and mental clarity challenges. I mean, so many people are out there dealing with anxiety, depression, bipolar issues. Anxiety is through the roof, depression through the roof. And these are conditions that mainstream medicine does a very poor job of treating. They're really not helping people. At best, they're masking symptoms, but not getting to the root cause. And that's why I brought Dr. Roger Murphy on with me today to really go through this. Now, if you don't know Dr. Murphy, 
He is the author of three books, Treating and Beating Fibromyalgia and Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, Treating and Beating Anxiety and Depression with Orthomolecular Medicine, and Heart Disease, What Your Doctor Won't Tell You. He is an internationally recognized fibromyalgia expert. His Murphy Method, a combination of functional and orthomolecular medicine, has helped thousands of patients get healthy and feel good again. He's a great guy. You can check him out at yourfibrodoctor.com and uh, www.superhealthyhuman.com. Those are his websites. You guys are going to love this podcast. And if you wouldn't mind just taking a moment and leaving us a five-star review. When you leave us a review, it helps us reach more people and impact more lives with this message. Thank you so much for doing that. And if you know anybody dealing with mood disorders, please share this podcast with them. That could literally change and save their life. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for being a part of our community. And let's go into the show. Well, Dr. Murphy, always great to have conversations with you. You're really a wealth of knowledge and love just how you are able to relate issues with brain chemistry to the public. And I know you've helped so many people with these issues. So let's start with just kind of the the issue that we're dealing with. I mean, we have an epidemic of mood disorders going on in our society. And I know you're seeing this in your practice. What do you think that, you know, some of the root cause factors are here? Well, the, the obvious root cause is stress, right? I mean, I just yeah. can't remember. I can't remember a time in my life and I felt more stress. And, you know, I look at my teenage kids and see kind of what they've been through the last two years. It's, it's no wonder we have an epidemic of of teenagers who are really you know going through anxiety and depression issues something that you know when i was a teenager you know i was i was just happy you know happy to to get the keys to the car and go out and have a good time and and those kind of things but now it just seems like there's just so much stress and that stress creates all sorts of imbalances in the brain chemistry that then manifests itself as as mood disorders or mental clarity issues yeah, absolutely. And I know you have been an expert in orthomolecular medicine for, gosh, what, two, three decades now um, and using that form of medicine to really help people. So let's break that down and uh, and explain what orthomolecular medicine is for those who don't know. So orthomolecular medicine preceded functional medicine, preceded integrated medicine. So I've been in practice 32 years and I've seen these names change as we go through these different paradigm shifts. But orthomolecular medicine is a medicine that's built around using the right doses, oftentimes high doses of vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and essential fatty acids, the building blocks that, that make us us. And in, 19, uh, in the 19, late 1960s, Linus Pauling, two-time Nobel Prize winner, one in chemistry, probably the most brilliant chemist to come out of America in the last 100 years, um, people know him from vitamin C, but he was much more, you know, much more uh, adept in chemistry than just that biochemistry. But he came up with this term ortho, meaning right molecule, orthomolecular medicine, where it's based on the idea that if we have something going wrong in the body, we're having a warning sign, what we call a symptom, it's because of a deficiency. Either you got something too little, a deficient a vitamin, mineral, amino acid, whatever it is. Or you got too much of something like some type of toxin. Now, now we in functional medicine, the way you and I practice, uh, th that's common. But back then, to see a psychiatrist using over-the-counter supplements and amino acids was revolutionary. I mean, it was something that that uh, had never really been done, and and they were having such incredible success using this paradigm. 
Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I've heard several people that were, you know, like Linus Pauling, obviously he was what nominated for a Nobel prize, I believe. Right. And he was the kind of one that and he won too. Yeah. He won, he won two. two. He won. One, them, yeah. one is the piece for, for, for peace. And then the other one was yeah. the biochemistry, right. uh, mainly the vitamin C his work with vitamin C and some other things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Let's branch that now into neurotransmitters. And we talked about anxiety, depression in our society now. So we know we've got these kind of neurochemicals. How do they affect our mental clarity and mood? So these neurotransmitters are brain messengers. And the ones that we're really kind of focused on today are, are messengers that are being released from the hypothalamus. This is a, a group of nerve cells, cluster of nerve cells, an organ in the brain. And it's releasing these messages throughout the day. So there's neurotransmitters, uh, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, gamma amino butric acid. These are messengers that are released to then uh, allow the brain cells to communicate with one another and then to initiate reactions in the body. People have, have heard of uh, of serotonin, the happy hormone, right? So mm -hmm. if you've heard of, you know, you've heard of Prozac and Lexapro and all these antidepressants that are out there now. And there'll be a new one out tomorrow, I'm sure. But but serotonin is one of many of these neurotransmitters that help to regulate our pain, you know, our 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 pain threshold, how much pain we we experience, regulate our sleep, regulate our mental clarity, our moods, regulate our bowel movements, um, regulate oftentimes our metabolism, how how well or how poorly our metabolism works. So they're indispensable, and yet they are very vulnerable to becoming deficient through different things that we can encounter encounter with every day. Yeah, for sure. And you know, there's a lot of different medications that target these different neurotransmitters. Like, for example, if somebody's depressed, you know, the, a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists, I should say, psychiatrists are prescribing things like uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, so things like that. Um, our antidepressants, you know, obviously a lot of people are out there. They think that these sort of neurotransmitter targeted medications are really the only, you know, clinically proven option when it comes to having these mood disorders and treating them. There's quite a bit of debate about if they even work. Yeah. Um, and there's a quite a bit of a debate if the neurotransmitter, uh, theory with depression even holds up at this point, having said, you know, uh, um, Candace Perk, who also was a Nobel mm. Prize winner, she she came up with this whole thing yeah. about neurotransmitters, the molecules of emotion, and she's come out recently and said she's really not sure that this theory works. Mm. Now, not to blow everybody away, so let's stick with the fact that if you're low in these neurotransmitters, you're probably going to have some problems with anxiety, depression, mental clarity issues, and some other things. But the antidepressant revolution, which started in the 1960s, and has now, you know, gone over the last uh, 80 years or so has morphed into uh, more uh, newer medications like, well, Prozac was the first selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, Selexa, Lexapro. A lot of patients that I work with fibromyalgia are on Cymbalta. That's a big one for them. But these medications, it's it's important to point out that they have potential side effects. Ironically, these antidepressants can cause anxiety and depression. They can cause diffuse achy pain. They deplete your natural sleep hormone melatonin. They can cause weight gain. They can cause uh, uh, suicidal tendencies, more so in teenagers than in an adult. 
and it, and it's you know important to point out that no one has a antidepressant deficiency mm -hmm. and these medications are as you describe designed to help you hang on to serotonin so again selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor they're designed to help you hang on to what serotonin you have in your brain but if you've depleted that serotonin or you just don't have enough just to gen genetically the way god made you you can't produce enough if you're using a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor and there's nothing to reuptake it's not going to do anything it's like using a gasoline additive in an empty gasoline tank it just it, it's not going to work we also know david that in the meta-analysis where you look at sometimes hundreds of different studies in this case, probably dozens of different studies on uh, antidepressants. We see that antidepressants are no better than a sugar pill 50% of the time. Mm. So 70% wow. of these studies show that uh, th that these medications are no better than sugar pill 50% of the time. Now, that's not to discourage or to belittle anybody that's on these medications. If you feel like they're helpful, that's fine. But they're not without some baggage and they're not yeah. without some controversy. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, when, whenever we're thinking about what, you know, mood disorders from a functional perspective, I always think brain inflammation. We yeah. know that with these mood disorders, there's an underlying level of inflammation and there may be issues with, you know, people either not producing enough serotonin or breaking it down too quickly. These could be issues that the person may be dealing with, but the brain inflammation is there. And, you know, it's like this underlying fire affecting the brain. And, and we, we've got to address that root cause in the, while we may, you know, in certain cases address uh, particular neurotransmitters. And if we're only focusing on the neurotransmitter, we may get some symptomatic relief, but we're not actually getting to the root cause. And in the case of a lot of these medications, like if we're breaking down the enzymes that metabolize serotonin, if we are inhibiting those enzymes, the body starts, the, our physiology starts to adjust around it and it will increase the amount of enzymes. And so then we, we, you know, we need higher and higher doses of the drug. And then we have terrible symptoms if we ever like miss a day on, on, on the drug or, you know, if we're trying to come off of the drug too quickly, I mean, it could be uh, catastrophic. And so, because the body, the whole physiology has adapted and adjusted to it. So this is problematic. Some of these things can be helpful short term, but you know, we really want to be thinking about getting to the root cause factors. Now, I know that you really like to use monoamino acid therapy as you're working with people. So can you explain that in more detail? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to just before I do is say I totally agree with you about this inflammation, the brain inflammation, brain on fire. This is something, this is really kind of a radical thinking, you know, to think that your the inflammation is causing your depression. But, you know, if we, if, if we, if we uh, admit it, inflammation and stress are probably the two drivers of every unwanted health condition out there. So it's it really shouldn't be a revelation that inflammation is right. it's been, brain inflammation is playing a role in depression. So then I think from what I've found over the years of working with a lot of patients with mood disorders, it's a combination of nutritional deficiencies, certainly poor diet, stress, but, but also inflammation. Um, but where do these neurotransmitters come from? You know, so they don't come from Prozac. You know, again, yeah. those medications are only designed to help you hang on to what serotonin you have. These neurotransmitters come from proteins. So when we eat a protein in that protein, we have amino acids. So there's uh, the, a certain form of amino acid. There's there's 20 of them, nine that are essential and 11 that are non-essential. The nine essential amino acids, you your body cannot make those. 
you have to get them in your diet. And unfortunately, there's people in our population that cannot take the food that they eat and and convert it into into these neurotransmitters. In particular, there's a there's a big a subset of fibromyalgia folks who just don't have a enzyme that you mentioned earlier and that and that chyanurin pathway which takes tryptophan one of these essential amino acids and then converts it into 5-hydroxytryptophan it they don't have that enzyme they can't mm. do it it's blocked so they're already at risk but where these uh neurotransmitters come from is foods that we eat. So serotonin, the brain chemical serotonin is very calming. Uh, it's, it's an antidepressant, helps with mental clarity, helps to regulate your bowel movements. You have more serotonin receptors in your intestinal tract than you do in your brain. That's why when you get when you get nervous, you get butterflies in your stomach. But serotonin comes from the amino acid tryptophan, which combines with five, which I'm sorry, combines with B vitamins, uh, B2, B3, vitamin C, and the mineral magnesium. And then that converts into 5-hydroxytryptophan and then con- turns into serotonin. Uh, uh, serotonin is one of two calming or inhibitory neurotransmitters. The other one is gamma-aminobutric acid, which is d- derived uh, partly from L-glutamine. It's, uh, and then there are the catecholamines. These are the stimulating neurotransmitters like opioids, which come from l L-phenylalanine, another amino, essential amino acid, norepinephrine, which comes from L-phenylalanine, and um, epinephrine, uh, which yeah. comes from L-phenylalanine. These stimulating neurotransmitters what give us Did you us mention dopamine drive. as well? Because dopamine, dopamine would be in there. Well, left one out. Dopamine absolutely yeah. comes from yeah. L-phenylalanine. And, and opioids actually come from the, the mirror image of L-phenylalanine. It comes mm. from D-L-phenylalanine. Important that I correct that. And opioids, we think about like in our endogenously produced opioids, we're thinking of endorphins, kind of like when you go out for a run and at first your joints are kind of a little bit sore and then you get going and then all of a sudden the pain goes away and it's like, wow, you just kind of get this runner's high if you've ever experienced that. Um, That's kind of that effect of the endorphins. So that's what you're referring to there. Yeah, and that's why exercise is one of the best antidepressant therapies you can you can initiate. Yeah. It really it it really works quite well. But anytime we're under stress, our body our, our body's releasing these chemicals, releasing these neurotransmitters yeah. to deal with that stress. When we're under stress, our body's releasing a small amount of opioids to deal with that stress. And if we never turn that stress off, eventually we can de- deplete that you know that that neurotransmitter. Same thing with serotonin. When we stay under stress. We can, you know, deplete that that neurotransmitter, and then we start to have issues with anxiety and depression, and feeling stressed out, or might having issues with loose bowel movements from irritable bowel, or uh, mental clarity, where our brain just, you know, can't think of the word we want. Um, but but stress really is the driver for so many of these disconnects with the brain communicating with the rest of the body. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite supplements. It's called Curcumin Gold. You guys know I'm a huge advocate of turmeric, this Indian spice, and the different polyphenols and compounds in there that help reduce inflammation. The most well-studied is curcumin. Curcumin has been shown to outperform your typical non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol in many different studies by reducing pain and inflammation. 
without the harmful side effects. And what I love about the curcumin gold is that it contains turmeric curcumin extract. It contains vegan omega-3s made from algae, the long chain uh, omega-3 called DHA, which is so powerful for the brain, so powerful for heart health and reducing inflammation. It also has ginger oil. Those carefully selected ingredients support healthy joint function and address the root cause of inflammation within your body. Now, trust me when I say you won't find anything else on the market quite like this. In fact, my friends over at Purality Health have a patented formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology, which delivers nutrients directly into your blood, bloodstream. And it's proven to be 800% more efficient than traditional supplements. Even better, it's backed by a 180-day money-back guarantee. And today, we have a 30% off coupon just for you. Visit PurityHealth.com. Use the coupon DRJ to access 30% off today. And so how do you determine what amino acid somebody may be deficient in? So I've got a prop here because <laughs> it's better for me to kind of read through it. I'm going to be real quick with it, though. But this is a this is a book that's out of print right now. This is the first book I wrote uh, about anxiety and depression. I've updated it in my fibro book. But there's a questionnaire on my website, and I'm just going to read this real, real quick. But if you have a, a deficiency of opioids, then in this little survey here, you would check three or more of these little questions. So your life seems incomplete. You feel shy with all your closest friends. You feel insecure. You often feel unequal to others. When things go right, you feel undeserving. You feel like something's missing in your life. Now, there's a whole, whole other list. But if that resonates with you, you probably are, are deficient in these opioid neurotransmitters. Then the, the G group for GABA, gamma-amino-butric acid, which is very common. This is what you would use for anxiety. Um, and this one is you feel anxious for no reason. You sometimes feel free-floating anxiety. You feel edgy, feel a knot in your stomach. Falling asleep is hard. Staying asleep is hard. You often use alcohol or, or other substances to calm you down. If that resonates with you or you, you're shaking your head, then you're probably low in, in gamma-aminobutric acid. The great thing about these amino acids, they're available over the counter. You can get them anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the D group, the dopamine, is you lack pleasure in life. These are the folks that just everything, you know, nothing tastes good anymore. Life's just not, there's not any fun. There's, there, life is less colorful. Um, you feel less attached spiritually. You just really don't care. Just blah. And that's a sign of low dopamine. And then the other one is the norepinephrine, the N group. And that's this is the one that gives you energy, drive, ambition. So you suffer from a lack of energy. Oftentimes it's difficult to get going, start projects, don't, don't finish them, feel paranoid, feel depressed quite a bit of time. So that's the N group. And then the last one is the S group. Uh, it's hard to go to sleep, hard to stay asleep. Pain has become more magnified. You start to this would be associated pain. with serotonin. Yeah, serotonin. Right? So yeah. you were mentioning pain. Yeah, pain is a big one. Yeah, it lowers yeah. your pain threshold as that serotonin level goes down. Uh, you're more likely to have flare-ups when you get irritated. You know, get uh, stimulation can make you become more stressed out, loud noises, bright lights, these kind of things. But that's a little survey. Yeah. Now, you can also test. There's tests to do that. I used to years ago, I used to do a lot of neurotransmitter mm -hmm. testing. Now, though, 
this little questionnaire works quite well on my practice mm-hmm. and I can tell just from that questionnaire what that individual is low in and then based on that can recommend the amino acids that they need to be taking along with a good multivitamin because you, you need those cofactors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, there's also some different things too that people can do, like just some natural lifestyle things that can help improve really all the neurotransmitters. I know, I know for me, for example, getting regular sun exposure, my goodness, I always feel significantly better just getting out in the sun. Like today I worked out in the sunshine, got, I probably got 45 minutes of high quality sun. And, you know, as we're doing this, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's late in the year, it's November as we're, we're talking here. Um, fortunately here in uh, Georgia, um, you know, we'll have warm days pretty much year round from time to time. It'll get cold, but from time to time we'll have warm enough weather. And, um, you know, I get out as much as I can whenever, when it's nice, I try to schedule at least 30 minutes out there, um, shirt off if it's, if it's warm enough so I can get as much sun on my body as possible. And that's like, there's no, no supplement to me that helps me as much as just getting, that really good quality sun. So there's some things people can do. Obviously, sunshine's a big one. What are other things people can do naturally? Yeah, sunshine, vitamin D3. We know if your vitamin D3 Mm -hmm. level is low and really low and for for probably you you as well as a functional medicine practitioner is anything below 50. So they'll tell you if it's above 30, it's okay. But if it's below 50, I mean, I can't tell you how many patients Mm -hmm. I've had over the years, uh, in particular my fibro patients, who once we get that vitamin D level up, that they notice that their pain dramatically goes down and their moods improve quite a bit. Grounding, I think is a big one. Mm. Uh, We're so detached from the light, you know, from everything around us. And so just taking your shoes off and going out in the grass and getting grounded. Now it sounds silly, but there's numerous studies that show just that, just doing that can make a dramatic improvement in your moods. Yeah. That's actually what I was doing. I was actually working out on my front lawn, bare feet on grass. I was, exercise, sun exposure, and uh, grounding at the same time. Yeah, you're doing it all. Yeah. So that sun is super important. And that's why so many, a lot of patients I work with with mood disorders, one of the first things I get them to do is to get them to get one of the sad lights. Yeah. So many of them have seasonal affective disorder that's compromised, you know, their, their moods are compromised as it gets dark earlier in you know, during daylight savings time in the fall, in the winter. Um you know, I think that exercise, again, is crucial. I think it's super important, staying hydrated, cleaning your diet up. Sugar is probably the mm. number one trigger for low moods and anxiety, you know, as, as far as things that we're taking into our bodies. It, it just really wrecks havoc on the the nutrients that you need to be able to make these neurotransmitters. When you're eating that sugar, you're depleting your B vitamins and um, causing inflammation that can affect the brain. So I think just cleaning up your diet is really important for these folks. Yeah, super critical. And I'll add in um, laughter. So, you know, they say laughter is our greatest medicine. When you're laughing, you are giving a boost to all those neurotransmitters. In particular, you're releasing a lot of those opioids, uh, natural endorphins to help reduce pain, to give you more pleasure, pleasurable yeah. feelings in your in your brain, your body. Um, and it's like a, you know, natural reset on some of these neurotransmitter issues and then good relationships, right? So, um, you know, we release a lot of oxytocin when we have, when we feel connected with others, whether that's actually, you know, some people do really well with just actually cuddling, right? They're very physical touch love type. I am, my wife is so, you know, just hands-on cuddling. Um, I know my daughter, 
It's like she can be misbehaving and I'll just pick her up and hug her, right? And just kind of hold her. Now she's four, right? Uh, so I pick her up and hold her and it's like just totally melts her, right? So all the stress, you know, things like that that's going on in her brain totally melts her. And then she's just, you know, well-behaving girl, little girl again. Um, so just feeling connected, uh, yeah. you know, physical touch, feeling connected, super beneficial. These are things that you could be doing that don't cost anything, um, that you could just be making sure you're getting enough of that, getting enough laughter, vitamin L, right, um, yeah. into your 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 day to day life. Absolutely, and I think you know that's kind of why we've seen the state that we're in is because we were disconnected for so yeah. long. You know, two years were right. you were limited who you could see, what you could do. I mean, it was it was uh, you know it's very stressful, and especially for I think for teenagers probably more than anybody or children and teenage adolescents and teenagers probably than anybody else because they're just at that age you're just a social achiever i mean that's you know you get a lot of your satisfaction interacting with your with your you know with your guys or your girls whatever that is um i think it's very important too to really realize that we control how we react to things now you can either acknowledge that or not but it's true i mean so one of the things you know i, I remember um uh, Wayne Dyer, one of my mentors, uh, shared this years ago before he passed. And he said, what do you get when you squeeze an orange? Hmm. Every time you get orange juice. Every time you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. What What do we get when someone squeezes you? You mm -hmm. know, what do, what do we get? Do we get anger? Do we get irritability? Do we get some, saying something that you wish you didn't say and you regret? And, and I think it's important to realize that we're um, human uh, beings instead of human doings. I think we were all kind of focused on do, 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 which really doesn't allow much time for just, just being, just, you know, having time to think. I really encourage all my patients to do an hour of power every day, something I know you you do. And if you can't do an hour of power, although everybody, most everybody can find an hour of the day, uh, it's a, maybe it's a half an hour or a quarter an hour, but that's time where you're meditating, you're praying, and you're journaling, you're doing affirmations, and you're kind of thinking about what you're going to do that day. You're kind of looking into the future. And yeah. but I think the biggest part of that is just nurturing yourself with with uh, material, whether that's Joyce Myers or Wayne Dyer or Zig Ziglar, just saturating yourself with positive thinking mm -hmm. and acknowledging that when you get under stress, the first thing, the first um, step in the right direction is realizing that feeling. And it, it takes practice, right? I mean, most people are just reactive. Yeah. So it's not an easy thing to do. But once you start using this hour power, half an hour power, whatever it is, and get in touch with yourself, this God within, um, then when you get exposed to this stress and you start to feel that, now you know, oh, okay, I know what that is. And you can take a second and instead of lashing out, you can another um quote from Wayne Dyer you can choose peace over you know confrontation it's sometimes it's better just to be to be peaceful than to be right yeah true i mean in our society i think a lot of people are looking for reasons to be offended they're looking for reasons to feel like a victim yeah. and uh you know that's actually a, a, a really it can create a vicious cycle um it yeah. just creates more inflammation you know more more brain inflammation in your system. And so instead you want to be obviously looking for reasons to choose joy, choose happiness, choose peace, yeah. choose reconciliation. So totally in agreement with you on that one. Now let's talk about some foods and herbs that can support 
uh, really reducing inflammation in the brain and supporting these different neurotransmitter pathways. So I think really, you know, to me, one of the best diets out there is the paleo diet. I just think that's mm -hmm. a really healthy diet. The keto diet is certainly a wonderful diet too. Uh, I have found for most of my patients, it's a little harder to stay on. They just find mm -hmm. eventually that that diet becomes a little too stagnant for them. But, but I, you know, the common denominator for both of those is eliminating the simple carbs, you know, and the grains, which we know, unfortunately, um, I love pasta, uh, but we know that those grains can create inflammation. Mm -hmm. They're just, I mean, yeah. the, it, the science is there now. Whether you have a problem with gluten, you know, it, you may not have celiac, but we know that 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 gluten in particular can really cause damage to the cells that line the intestinal tract, leading to leaky gut and generating allergic reactions that can create inflammation anywhere in the body. Um, I've had patients over the year, David, that they had all sorts of illnesses um, that I was able to, to to really clean up. And then the only thing that'd be hanging around would be their brain fog. So, so like a case in point, fibromyalgia patient that had a lot of pain, insomnia, low energy, by doing, you know, testing, figuring out what was going on, able to get those issues solved, but they still were depressed, you know, or they still had anxiety issues. And then we would do a food allergy test, clean up their diet, and lo and behold, within two or three weeks, their moods dramatically improved. Their anxiety goes away. So food allergies are something definitely that can be a trigger for all sorts of unwanted health conditions, including brain fog, anxiety, and depression. Yeah, um, those are big ones. I, I mentioned sugar. You know, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. I think you got it. You know, uh, the other one I see that really can cause folks a lot of problems is artificial sweeteners, in particular, NutraSweet. Mm. If you look at, you know, that how that breaks down, what is it? It's... Um, formaldehyde and some kind of ant uh, ant killer mm. or something. I mean, it's not something you want to be putting in your body. And unfortunately, a lot of people get addicted to diet sodas because of that aspartic acid in there, which is, you know, stimulating brain, stimulates yeah. the brain, but also can create a lot of neurological problems that then can manifest themselves as mood disorders or, or, or um, mental clarity issues. Yeah, for sure. MSG is another one, monosodium yeah. glutamate, which you know has a whole list of names now. They don't typically write monosodium glutamate, but it increases, it causes more free glutamate in the brain, yeah. which can cause too much excitation. And when these neurotransmitters are overexcited, they actually die and they create and they spill out uh, calcium and other contents that actually leak into other neurons and create kind of an excitotoxicity process. And so that's why you know, there's something called, uh, I think it's like Chinese restaurant syndrome or something where they used to use all this MSG. I, they probably still do in the rest in these, you know, very inexpensive kind of all you can eat Chinese buf uh, buffets. And people would have like tremendous headaches coming out of there because they were getting all this neuroexcitotoxicity. So you got to look out for things like autolyzed yeast. I mean, there's a whole, if you look up different names for monosodium glutamate, there's like a whole list. I know Dr. Russell Blaylock has a bo whole book about that. So that's another big one. This podcast is sponsored by Liver Health Formula from Pure Health Research. For anyone looking to ignite their fat-burning metabolism, boost their energy, and transform how they look and feel, they must start taking care of their liver. Your liver is your body's master detoxifier. It performs over 500 key functions in your body every single day. It's responsible for cleansing and removing thousands of harmful toxins, man-made chemicals, alcohol, 
and dangerous food additives and preservatives. And after decades of wear and tear, our livers slow down and they become sluggish. And this is why so many of us struggle with weight gain and feeling tired all the time. Fortunately, there's a simple all natural solution that I recommend. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 12 powerful botanicals clinically proven to recharge and protect your liver at the cellular level. It helps restore your liver's detoxifying abilities. It boosts your energy levels and can kick your natural metabolism into high gear. It also works remarkably well to fight fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. And right now, as a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you're going to receive a free 30-day supply of nano-powered omega-3. This powerful blend of omega-3 fatty acids supports a healthy heart and brain with four times better absorption thanks to this special nano delivery system. You're also getting four free eBooks to support every aspect of your health and longevity, regardless of age. Just go to getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call toll free at 800-282-1757 to claim your risk-free supply of liver health formula and all five bonus gifts. That's get liver help. So G E T L I V E R H E L P dot com forward slash jockers or call 800 282 1757. You're covered by their 365 day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to risk, but supplies are limited. So go head over to get liverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call toll free at 800-282-1757 now to order liver health formula and claim your five free bonus gifts while you still can. That's getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call 800-282-1757. Now, some foods I think of when I think about brain, I think something like wild caught salmon because you've got tons of omega-3 fats, great for the brain. Yeah. Right, you got um, astaxanthin, which is you know what gives it its pink color, and that's this incredible antioxidant that you know salmon swim upstream against the rapids, and they can sw- they can jump up to ten feet out of the water. I mean, there's incredible mitochondrial energy production going on there, and it's credited to be the omega threes and the astaxanthin that allow it to do that. So I think of those, and I think of extra virgin, high polyphenol, fresh pressed extra virgin olive oil, which has these powerful polyphenols, oleocanthal and hydroxytyrosol, that hydroxytyrosol actually crosses the blood brain barrier. And uh, it's like a natural, you know, very, very powerful anti-inflammatory in the brain. So those are some good things that most people respond really well adding into their diet and uh, see really good improvements here. So, and, and I see in my adolescence, and I don't really take care of a lot of mood disorders. Like you used to take care of a lot of adolescents uh, when my book came out, my anxiety and depression book came out years ago. And, and those in particular, those those age groups, you see that they're so deficient in omega-3s. Hmm. And oftentimes just getting them on omega-3s in particular, really raising up the DHA level can make a big difference. Um you know, bringing that up, but most people are skewed. They have much more omega-6 than they do omega-3s. And ideally, you'd have that balanced. But this this uh, imbalance of omega-6 
to omega-3s is creates a lot of inflammation and generates a lot of arachidonic acid, which can create inflammation in the brain, but also can affect mood. So one of the things I think is very important, if you're not a fish eater, and I'm not, I wish I was, because I know how healthy it is. My kids love it. My wife loves it. Uh, but just fish oil, you know, just taking a high quality, good fish oil supplement, a, a couple of thousand milligrams on a, a daily basis, I think can, can be really, really helpful and steer clear of seed oils. So, yeah, sure. as you said, the uh, extra, you know, the extra virgin olive oil, cold pressed virgin olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, but steering clear of all these grain oils mm-hmm. um, and seed oils can really help to rebalance this omega-3, omega-6 ratio. Yeah, that's super important. Now, I know you're using a lot of kind of single amino acids, kind of targeted amino acids based on the questionnaire, like, for example, using GABA for you know somebody that scores poorly in the GABA questionnaire uh, using 5-HTP or a tryptophan when somebody's um, doing poorly on serotonin and phenylalanine or like a DL phenylalanine uh, for somebody that's scoring poorly with norepinephrine. Right. Um, and are those the main the main amino acids that you're using? Are you using any herbs like things like theanine and stuff like that with it? So really, kind of steer clear of herbs. Not that there's not a place for those. I think I think there is. It's just that over the years, what I found is a lot of times uh, the herbs can create some side effects that the amino acids don't. Hmm. And that can be an allergic reaction. You know, St. John's wort has got a lot of science behind it as an as a monoamine antidepressant. It works very, very well, but it also can cause uh, problems with uh, with um, um, intense sun. You know, you get you get too much sun when you when you're on that. Can't think of the, that term for that. Um, and so that can create some problems and it can create some some issues with headaches like and a photosensitivity thank you yeah, there it is photosensitivity. <laughs> couldn't think of it. uh so that's one that can work really well but i usually start with the amino acids uh one that i like a lot and really when you like the brain function questionnaire a lot of times people will fill that out and they'll go oh dr murphy i've got i checked all those you know where do i start do i take all of them no the first thing you want to do is calm everything down so the first mm-hmm. thing you want to do is get your serotonin level up if and then the second thing is probably get your GABA level up. GABA would be for those folks of you that are having issues with anxiety. So if you're already taking benzodiazepine medications or you have in the past because you have anxiety issues or you wish you could take them because you're so anxious, uh, GABA works very, very well. It's It doesn't normally have any kind of side effects to it. And it works within about 15 minutes after you take it. In fact, when I had my medical practice years ago, I had an integrative medical practice and we would have folks that would come in and have the white coat syndrome, you know, where you sit down and the doctor walks in and they're a nurse and they're going to take your blood pressure <laughs> and, it, and it spikes up. We would see that periodically. And and when we saw that, we would just give them uh, 500 milligrams of GABA and then wait another you know 15 minutes and sure enough, they'd be calmed down and we could take their blood pressure. But yes, you can use these amino acids and they work rather quickly. And I think they most of the time work as well, if not better than prescription antidepressants. One that I haven't mentioned, I want to bring up uh, before we run out of time is SAME. Mm-hmm. So S-adenosine methionine is an over, you can buy that over the counter. It's a supplement. And a lot of times what I find is my patients have an elevated inflammatory marker called homocysteine. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's a genetic glitch that's brought on uh, causing that with methylation. But every time I see that, uh, I know that that individual 
is not producing SAMe, S-adenomethionine, which is crucial for our mental clarity, for our moods. It helps to make melatonin, helps to helps to make serotonin and, and norepinephrine. And when you're low in that, you really can can have um, problems with low pain threshold, low moods, it, it, numerous things start to show up. Problems with, with your liver detoxing, you know, SAMI really helps with the detoxing the liver. So that's another one that I've probably in the last few years used more than than I used to is the SAMI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Homo, homocysteine is a metabolic, uh, basically a metabolic waste product. Pro- yeah, yeah, it's a waste product yeah. that the body converts into either glutathione or SAMe. And uh, you know, if it's elevated, it increases your risk of stroke, of uh, neurodegenerative conditions, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cancer, um, cancer as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's really important that. Um, you figure out that's actually a really, really important lab that we recommend everybody get on a regular basis. And, and few people get it, right? Few people. You know, so exactly. when I, every every person I work with, I want to see what that is because it tells me so many things about that individual. And a female, it should never be above eight. And and for yeah. a male, I think it's nine is usually my number. But yeah, it'll go up. And when you test for it, it'll go up to fourteen. But if you're, right. at, you know, if you're above an eight as a female or above a nine as a man. You've got some issues. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely want to bring that down. So that's great. Uh, Dr. Roger, this has been a, a fantastic interview. So any last words of encouragement and where can people find out more about, about you and you know about this uh, brain questionnaire that you've got? Well, so thanks, David. It's always fun. Uh, you're such a, uh, you know, just a delightful host and and so so knowledgeable. It's always fun hanging out with you. You know, I think if you're battling with some low moods or some stress and feeling anxious, I think that you owe it to yourself to try a more natural approach. These these mm. uh, amino acids and things that we've mentioned can be taken with antidepressants. I've been using them for thirty years, and uh, and and the risk of any kind of potential side effect is very very minuscule. Even combining them with other medications, obviously, you know you probably want to work with a practitioner. But you know things like uh, the GABA. And 5-HTP, these things you can get over the counter. Same thing with CME. Mm-hmm. But if you're interested in taking that brain function questionnaire, it'll take you just a few minutes to do so. You can do that at superhealthyhuman.com or yourfibrodoctor.com. And you'll see a patient, uh, I think it's patient resources. You click on that and you see health conditions and you'll see a brain function questionnaire. That's where it'll be. Awesome. Well, guys, check out Dr. Roger Murphy's website. Again, yourfibrodoctor.com or superhuman. What is it? Superhuman. Super healthy human. Healthy human. Super healthy human. Dot com. Like Thanks David. again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks again for your time, Dr. Murphy. Always great uh, conversing with you. And guys, we'll see you on a future presentation, future interview. Everybody, be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.